0: Welcome to a special edition of the Sick Podcast Collab here. I'm JC Allen, host of Pirate Parlay. With me is Jared and Vinny from Talking Titans. We're going to get everything going from the game. Ask about Will Levis, his stretch of game. We're going to get into Baker Mayfield in the box. It's all going to be right here coming at you live here on the Sick Podcast Network. It's going to be sick. Turn up your volume your because you're about to listen to the sick podcast. The sick podcast. It's gonna be sick. 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 Wow. <laughs> I gotta quite
1: give that—that's quite the intro. I love the background. Yeah, yeah the I think Sal, Sal's somewhere. got
2: some competition for number one <clears throat> intro on the sick pod.
0: You know, gotta love the roadcaster man i've been dying to do that live it's like my radio voice like welcome we're back here at k405 playing the hits <laughs> <laughs> i'm your dj jc allen spinning the latest of 2020 today
2: <laughs> wow
0: i wish i was going to tampa with you this weekend so i gotta have a beer with this guy because he is yeah. a ball so far it's
2: going It looks like good. you throw them back. You look like you throw them back straight. Butt hey, heavies talk, too. I bet.
0: Couple cold ones here and there. You know. Yeah, about
2: yeah. You look like a butt heavy guy.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm a Yingling guy since I moved. Oh, I was gonna say that. You know, that's Yingling's a real beer there right, right there. Down here, so that's you know. That's a real
2: it's, beer, that A uh, Yingling. That's a real, a little heavy for my liking, but that's a real. That's a man's beer.
0: Yeah, it's but, been, um, Yingling flights when you're on, like, watching your calories and stuff like that. When okay. I go on diets for like a couple minutes and then I'm like, "Oh, food's too good. <laughs> and I switch back over. That's not why we're here though. <laughs> I'm JC Allen, Pirate Parlay. We've got Vinny and Jared talking Titans and we're going to be talking Titans. We're going to be talking bucks. So let's dive right into it. We'll get some shenanigans. Our producers are saying us 30 minutes tops, but I don't know about you guys. I never go 30 minutes. I'm always <laughs> over. So we'll see where it lands. But the news of the NFL here today is 10 rookies making starts in the NFL this week. One of them is Will Levis, who, besides putting mayonnaise in his coffee and eating bananas with a peel on, has uh done some things the last two weeks. Talk to me about Will Levis. He's had six good quarters of football, Um, maybe six good quarters in a play he'd like to have back. But What's going on with Will Levis? Um, We heard Vrabel say that he's going to be the guy going forward. Talk to me about him. I mean, we –
2: Jared and I were – we were skeptical when we drafted him. We were. We thought uh, there was limited, you know, good tape on him his senior year or his last year in college wasn't all that great. The year before was a little better. We had some more talent around him. Uh, The fact that they traded up for him, you know, made us a little nervous because – you know, you traded up two picks to move to the beginning of the second. You know, the guy better be worthwhile. You could set yourself back if uh, he's not the guy. And we've been trying to find the guy for a while. Very and, I long say, time. and I say this with cautious optimism. I think we found the guy. He by far exceeded expectations when he came in. I think he needed to do exactly what he did for guys like Jarrett and I to believe in him. Um, and he did it confidently. He did it. He looked calm, cool, collected. He looked poised. He looked like as ready as any rookie quarterback has, has looked in my opinion. He was making checks at the line that turned out to, you know, working our benefit. And that play you alluded to at the end of the game where he threw that interception. He also drove his 70 yards in about 45 seconds to get us down there. And he was trying to win that game. And let's be honest, we have limited talent around him. Traylon Burks, we hope he gets healthy, but he's looking like a bust. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is good, but he's also thirty-something years old. He's getting a lot of targets right now. Nick westbrook Kenya is more of a, a a three receiver than he is a two. Or uh, this young kid, Kyle Phillips, is is starting to play a little better. Will Levis is gotta, seems to have a connection with him. And then our running back situation, of course, we have the king and whatnot, but we don't really surround. We're not surrounding him with you know. Uh, yeah, an arsenal of weapons, a great offensive line. So the fact that he did what he did with what he has, I mean, he won us over. And, and listen, the he could he could put mayonnaise or wherever he wants for the rest of his life if he continues to play like this and lead us to our first, uh, you know, Super Bowl victory. So with cautious optimism, I think he's I think he's the real deal. I think sometimes things could be like. You know, an anomaly where, like, okay, it was an outlier. Like, Mario his first game, but, I mean, they were still trying to help him run, like, an Oregon offense with the read option, and he never could drive the ball downfield. And his debut was, was good, but we also kind of knew he wasn't – sooner rather than later, we knew he wasn't a killer. Will Levis looks like he can be a bit of a killer. I mean, he's got a crazy release. He plays with confidence. He will he calm, cool, collected, poised. I mean, he showed you all the signs of, of what a good quarterback should look like early and often, and we expect there to be some growing pains. That's normal, but from what he's shown us, I mean, his skill, skilling, his ceiling is, is sky high. So I'll pass it over to Jared, and he could
0: – Yeah, so I was I mean, going to say, so Jared, I guess my question for you then is six quarters of football out there, there's tape on him now. Yep. You know, we've seen what happens when rookie quarterbacks and get tape out there. Now guys can figure out how to defend him. Obviously Bowles did not figure out how to defend CJ Stroud very well last week, but you can't, you gotta imagine that the defense is gonna play as bad. Bowles is gonna have he's gonna have adjustments or game plan and not gonna wanna lose too straight in a game. I think the Bucs think they should win. With tape on him right now, what is the biggest concern with Will Levis going forward now that teams can watch things and see, you know, what he's doing out there? There There is no concern, he's
2: the best.
1: There the, to, to me, like Vinny said, me and him, you know, we, we both kind of see Will Levis as the same person. I'm not going to reiterate what he just said because I agree everything what he just said. But going forward now, he mentioned it in the press conference this week that there is tape on me now, but He has to stay the course. He has to be consistent. He knows what he has to do. He knows defense are going to be throwing different stuff at him and coverages and blitzes and and stunts here and there every week. So he's got to stay the course consistently. The only thing that's holding us back right now is like what Vinny said with skill players. Okay, We see all the, uh, you know, we don't have that many skill players surrounding him, just an aging DeAndre Hopkins, who is still a 1A receiver. Traylon Burks is the bust, like Vinny said, and Chig has not been uh, the tight end that we thought he was going to be coming into this season. But uh, you hear guys, just to touch on Will Levis even more, you hear guys in the media saying that you know will levis is you know he he is that guy after he's not gonna throw four touchdowns every week i mean that was just like you're sitting on a couch and we're just sitting there it's like almost orgasmic to watch that we have we have a franchise quarterback you know and you hear guys like peyton manning you know um putting his neck out on the line for him saying will levis is the best quarterback in this class that came out you know he's great i didn't believe it Vin. like he said you know we didn't believe it at first but you know seeing it firsthand this week and hearing stuff like he changed the culture in in, um kentucky when he was the quarterback over there um he's the franchise guy he's a motivator in the huddle you know he gets the guys going just seeing that and now seeing it live in person on the field as a titans fan it's definitely rewarding to us because we've been looking for that guy and Tannehill was that guy for a little bit for us to get us over the hump those nine and seven um teams that we've had for a while and now i think with the 100 million dollars like i keep saying for next year this year is kind of like almost like a wash not that i'm like giving up on the season or not but we have our guy now let's see what he does if he wins us seven games that's great but we have the 100 million dollars like everybody is um doing around the nfl nowadays that they're surrounding their young quarterback with a lot of talent we have to go after a line for him to protect him. We have to get him wide receivers and, and, and uh, a tight end. So I think the future is bright with him and, and what he's doing right now. It exceeds my expectations, but to, to hit on your question again, is just stay consistent. He needs to stay consistent.
0: Now you look at this offense, it, it pretty much will Levis is, is obviously the guy snapping the ball, calling the plays and making things go or at least, you know, transferring the plays, making the things go. But It's always been a Derrick Henry-led offense. He's Mm -hmm. always been the guy that this team thrives upon. The offensive line is not good compared to prior seasons. Um, But you also got Tajay Spears, who in the beginning of the season was out snapping Henry, Uh, just being out in the field, snap percentage-wise more. Um, Where is Derrick Henry now in this stage of his career, and how much does Tajay Spears kind of factor into what they do offensively? Vim, well, before you before
1: you go real quick everyone's like throwing shade on Derrick Henry a little bit he's quietly sneaking into the top 5 in rushing right now quietly with with a Terrible offensive line. He has a great uh, a counterpart in Tajay Spears, who we love. And Vinny vouched for him in the beginning of the season. Tajay Spears is a great compliment we always him, man. from yeah. day one
2: when we drafted yeah. him.
1: He's a great compliment for him because he can come out, take a breather, and he can still hit the home run with Tajay Spears. He's great oh, out nice. of the backfield. Um, so. I mean, t- to me, Henry hasn't lost a step, and I want him to retire a tight So, Yeah, don't I mean, I, 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 don't,
2: I understand from an outsider's perspective because they're not talking about him every week. He hasn't had, you know, that 200-yard three-touchdown game, I guess, yet so far this year. But he's quietly had a very good last few years, even with the injury. He came back from that and had 1,900 all-purpose yards. Um, nobody wants to talk about that last year. 13 touchdowns this year he's on pace for I believe 1200 yards and six or seven touchdowns and he might not have the same speed he had for someone his size but he could still play 100 percent. we know how bad this line not only has been you know this year but in years past as well and I would love nothing more for him to resign here after this year on a short you know two-year deal, maybe worth 10 12000000 I think he's not going to get the number. He thinks he's going to get on the market because he's going to be 31 next year. He's got some, you know, not much tread left on the tires, according to some people. So he's not going to get a big number. I'd love to bring him back on a short-term deal. would love for him to retire as a Titan. Uh, Tajay Spears is a great compliment to him. I think they do need to get him more um, integrated into the offense, like you said at first, J.C., the first few weeks, they used him a lot. It was We thought they'd use him a lot, but we were surprised at how often they were using him. Um, at the start, it seems like it slowed down the last few weeks, but I think we're going to get him uh, more involved as the year goes on. And the running back position has never really been an issue for the Titans. It was always the quarterback position. So, uh, I, listen, I love Derrick Henry. you are never going to get me to speak ill of him. I'm glad we kept him. And I think if we – retool correctly next year with a hundred million dollars in cap space. You could turn it around fast in the NFL. Look at the Bengals; They were trash forever. They got burrow. They got chase. They almost won a super bowl two years ago, almost went back there last year. You go out in free agency. And if you hit it on the head and you do well in the draft in the first three, four rounds, you could turn it around fast. I like him to stay and, you know, maybe take another run at things next year. Hopefully this year, you know, we stay competitive, but we know next year is the year to make a splash. Um, so you asked us about our quarterback, our running back. Um, you know, you guys had an interesting sign in the offseason. I didn't really see Baker Mayfield going to Tampa. I was a bit surprised. And to be honest, I think he's looked better than most people I thought he would. I always liked Baker. Um, I, I think he got the raw end of a, the deal in Cleveland. I think they were irrelevant until he showed up. Um, and in Carolina, it is what it is, what happened there. But he's looked more than competent. Um, do you think th- there's a chance he's the future for the Bucks? Has he warranted at least to come back next year? Because um, you guys are also in a precarious situation as well where you have some aging talent on offense, a quarterback who, kind of similar to Art Tannehill the last few years, is good, but kind of needs talent around him. You know what I mean? How do you feel about Baker in general? And um, you know, do you think he has deserved a shot to, to be the guy there going forward?
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely definitely echo your sentiments there about the Browns and Carolina. I mean, guys had eight head coaches and seven offensive coordinators and yeah. going into the sixth year. It's not a recipe for success. And Carolina was more of a onerous thing. Let's get Baker. You know, it didn't fit the system, didn't fit the scheme, anything like that. But I think Baker's played pretty well within the confines of things. Is there is there throws that he's missed? Is there, you know, passes that he, he would have liked to have back or progressions that he would have liked to have back? Yeah, but he's playing safe football right now. You know, he's, he's, he's taking the check down, hitting the open guy. They're just starting to incorporate a little bit more deep throws down the field for him. But, again, I, I think this team, you know, with a new offensive corner and everyone's still learning this system, it's a system that Baker, you know, has the ability to thrive in. I think they're really kind of missing that running game, which will help alleviate a lot of pressure off Baker open up a lot of things the running game has been pretty abysmal right now it's it's gotten a little bit better but i mean they're still 30th in rushing yards per game at 78 yards per game it's just it's not good uh they've been utilizing rashad white out of the backfield and baker's been really good at hitting him last three games he's been targeted and hasn't made any drops and has you know really made some huge plays for them uh as a weapon out of the backfield and baker's been able to locate him. And, and like I said, he's more, the, the pocket's given him plenty of times. So the wide receivers are separating uh, at times. It's, you know, just taking the first progression instead of letting routes develop, um, which is good and bad, right? Cause you're leaving chunk plays on the field, but you're getting a quick six yards, a quick seven yards. So I think fans gripes with Baker is they watch the tape. They watch all 22 when they see these guys open up down the field and Baker's checking it down or Baker's not seeing it or his pocket presence while he's made some absolute absolutely houdini type escapes from the pocket and escapes from sacks he's also sacked himself like four times this season uh just by getting too frantic it seems like you know there there's times where he, he panics in the pocket and that takes away some of his vision so all in all i think they've been impressed with him and really for If he's going to come back, it really depends on what happens with this Bucks team. The NFC South is wide open. They're three and five. They've got a must-win after losing four four straight at home against the Titans this week. Um, If they can turn the season around, finish around nine and eight, get to that NFC Championship, uh, NFC uh, South Championship divisional title, um, and and Bulls keeps his job. There's a good chance that they'll probably bring him back on, on. I on I would say a team friendly deal. I don't know if it'd be a long term deal because I think Bowles is on a year to year basis right now um, with his contract. He's after last week's performance. It's you know, geez, uh, if he was a defensive coordinator, he probably would have been booted. Uh, but since he's the head coach, so there's a lot of intangibles that go on. Does he continue to play good? Does he continue to play turnover free? Does the head coach stay? Um, where are they in the draft? You know, are they at 19, you know, cause they finished the worst record in the playoffs again this year. Um, and they're in maybe striking distance of, uh, Michael Penix or Bonix, um, that fall into the early, you know, top right out of the top 10, those early 11, 12, 13 numbers. They make a deal to trade up to, there's a lot kind of weighing whether he's going to be returned as, as, as a quarterback for the bucks. But, it's definitely a pop- opportunity, definitely a possibility. It depends on all the factors I just laid out.
1: I want to talk about the game a little bit for you guys now. Um, we, we struggle kind of, you know, when we get in the red zone, we don't know really uh, with with what Levis same. is going to do right now in the red zone. You know, this this game is very telling to you guys, but y- your defense has been pretty solid for the most part in the red zone, and you got some big body names on there. Vita Ve, you got John Tyrone, right? Tyrone, uh,
0: Joe. Joe Tryon Shrink. Joe,
1: whatever. Yeah, I know. I was there was no way I was pronouncing ATS. that name. Just yeah. call him JTS. All I know is he's got three sacks. Shaq Barrett's got three. vey has got three and a half, and you got a list on and on. But those three guys can really get after the quarterback. Plus, your defense has seven interceptions, so you really, you know, can can create turnovers for us. How do you guys see us? But you're very light. Besides Vita Vey, you're very light on the defensive line too. So, I mean, we struggle on the offensive line. I think it's a kind of step-up uh, step game for our offensive line too uh, against your defensive line. So you were talking about Derrick Henry before. How would you be able to stop us on the defensive side of the ball for you guys to win this game?
0: You guys got to take care of Vea first and foremost. Uh, yeah. He is a monster man. He's going to take up yeah. two blockers. The Bucks' run defense has been great this season. They've had that one game where they let up a lot of points, a lot of yards too. Uh, over 200 yards to the Eagles. But other than that, I mean, they're ninth in the league, only allowing mm-hmm. 92 yards per game. Um, Bita Vea is a problem. He is a massive man problem. Uh, but not only him, um, you know, you've got Kalaja Kansi, who they took in the first round. He had three tackles for a loss and a sack last week. I mean, he can penetrate in the backfield. A lot of, you know, there's a lot of question marks because of his size. How does he hold up in run support? So far, so good. He's yeah. been able to put pressure on the quarterback, get in the backfield to make tackles for losses on the running back. Um, you've got levante David who sees reacts. You got Devin White, who when he's making tackles, is one of the fastest guys on the defensive side of the ball. Um, that can you know see the see the running back, get the running back. So um not only that, those you mentioned the edge guys, Shaq and JTS, who are who are the starters, they set the edge very well for, for outside linebackers. So there's um, you know, there's multiple ways that they can. Antoine Winfield Jr. is one of the best safeties and run support. Their corners are really good and run support. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got the they've the Titans have a really uphill battle if they're going to try to use Derrick Henry and run with him. I know he's one of the best in the league, and you know he can break tackles, he can truck stick guys, he can do all the things that you want from a running back. But the Bucks can shut it down, and that's going to be the game plan to shut it down and make. Levis beat you with old man d hop and let it make him beat whoa, you. whoa 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 <laughs> old man d hop i didn't say whoa, anything that's not true whoa. you'll call him old in the beginning of the podcast. He said he was old, he still was one A. Yeah, lose one a. You're talking yeah. to my yeah. boy yeah. all wrong. Nico you know? Collins I mean, is one a for the for the Texans. What are we doing here? They're, his separation uh, has been trash this year. Look oh, at he's any advanced. He's got no one.
1: He's got no, one, he's like he's he's
2: got got he no
0: one that can throw him open. He has had Ryan Tannehill throwing no, him the ball. That, that's Ryan. Quarterback is not on the wide receiver for separation. That's on him. He can't separate. You've got to be able to
2: throw a receiver open sometimes, too. I'll, he I'll had no up. ability to do. He was statuesque. He was old and frantic. And, you know. Hey, I can hey. pull up
0: the numbers right here on d Hop's yeah. separation. Uh, this, listen, listen, I'm not,
2: because I'm a gentleman and Mike Evans is older, I'm not going to call him old man Evans because he, he <laughs> could still produce as well. They're which, about what, putting up the
1: same touchdown numbers. They almost have. What, what, is, what does Hopcat have?
2: That's
0: you three. gotta look beyond the stats, you know. No, he's got how many? No, he's, he's only got stats. three
2: touchdowns. He had him in the same oh, game. Oh,
0: three touchdowns. I'm talking game. about yards.
2: Yeah. Like was um well, that's that. Speaking of of your offense, that's what I was going to ask you. And by the way, obviously every team's goal when they play the Titans is to stop Derrick Henry. We go as 22 goes, um, but it's a new day in Tennessee. We have a quarterback who can beat you throwing the ball. So I think you'll see a decent mix of both. I Six think quarters,
0: you're, man. Uh, I think I, I yeah, that's all. I, that's too, all but... I needed.
2: That's all I needed to see. I mean, okay. that's all I needed to see. Yeah, I'm um, a little more
0: hesitant than you guys, and I like Will Levis coming out.
2: Yeah, Yeah, well, stop trying to throw a a rain on our parade right now, you know, (laughs) and realize that William Donovan Levis is here and he's here to stay. If he puts Uh, up another
1: game like he did against Pittsburgh, and and that was on coaching, we should have won that game in Pittsburgh. So let's not get that twisted right now. Yeah, that was on a short
2: week traveling, you know, in In a a huge environment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And he He put up like 30 points in a loss. He just put up 16 points. Yeah, but you know what? They took the ball out of his hands at the 50 yard line with five minutes to go. Yeah, listen, they ran the, the ball they run. on Levis. I think he looks good. I was well, you're gonna, see, you're gonna see him
1: right. you're gonna see him on Sunday fixing his tie at the press conference afterwards. Yes. Levis. Yeah, we
2: will see. Uh, I mean, but listen, if you stop Henry, obviously it makes things easier for you. Absolutely. He's a running back who needs carries in volume to get going. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if he if, if Vita V is on the other end of a Derrick Henry stiff arm at a certain point you
0: crazy. Yeah, crazy. I'm crazy. You can, feel like I'm crazy. You, can say, you can say like Ryan Neal yeah. or maybe even Devin White to an extent. But yeah. like Vita Vea, like you're – That's a big <laughs> boy. This is, this is, hey, listen, I, I'm always – I'm always back from Fanatical and bring it back I, I, to like I'm breaking a, down the realisticness of the game.
2: I'm always so, a podster always, so I don't care how big Vita Vea is. Okay. I'm going to let you know that Derrick Henry's caught from a different call. And I mentioned Mike Evans before, old man Evans, who's still producing at a high level. You know, I'm a gentleman, so I'll give the man his, give the man his flowers. Um, so how do you guys envision attacking us? Because we've had – we're banged up in the secondary. I don't know if McCreary's playing this week. A former Buck, Murphy Bunting, is out this week. The strength of our defense is also our defensive line. Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Harold Landry um, – uh arden key They're not gonna run it that's they're not
0: gonna try. Yeah. i mean they're gonna try to run it so <laughs> that's the maddening point of it but they're gonna so utilize- do, you
2: see, do you see you guys trying to take advantage of the fact we're a little thin in the secondary and yeah, like, baker seemed like he was you know throwing the ball downfield a little more than he had been the, the weeks prior
0: they will try those they're, they're definitely realized the short game uh with the wide receivers and you know those intermediate throws and you know, getting some speed outs and some wolf concepts and different stuff like that. Um, they'll do utilize a lot of play action. They're not going to uh, completely abandon the run because Jeffrey Sims is there. Um, but they've been phenomenal in pass protection. So um, I wouldn't expect the sack-heavy game from the Titans um, unless Baker's sacking himself like he did last week. But I think, yeah, they'll take advantage of that secondary. I mean, Imani Hook has been playing pretty good uh, for you guys. I still can't believe, you know, you guys traded Kevin Bard for it pack of peanuts and a washing machine but you know if you got some good guys on the edge um unfortunately you know they've got two of the best tackles in the league right now according to pro football focus and luke gedeke and uh and tristan Werfs, but they'll give them problems but i think yeah attacking utilizing the back out of the running uh out of the backfield in the flat on quick passes is something they'll do i think you know utilizing those short to intermediate passing game and then taking the shots when the shots open up there for them um, if Sean Murphy Bunting is in the game, if he does play, they'll definitely he's attack not, him. He's no, not playing. No. That's unfortunate because we know all of his weaknesses. and We definitely exploit I mean, those.
1: It's, it's, it. You know what? You know what bothers me about that? Like these guys are getting paid millions of dollars, and, and you know anybody can say anything they want. But you're a cornerback, and we needed you last week, and you went out of the game with a thumb injury. You can't
0: tape your thumb and play cornerback. You're talking about Sean Murphy Bunting? You, and, yeah, Enjoy. but anybody in general, Enjoy. yeah. Enjoy. But I'm
1: just saying, you can't tape Great your thumb. Guy.
0: Great guy off the field. Very uh, philanthropic. Uh, Does a lot of charity stuff. A lot of, you know, things like that. Great guy off the field. On the field, he's made it the glass and is in the wrong spots at times and is not a turnover machine. Yeah, three interceptions in that Super Bowl run up and then disappeared ever since. Great guy, though. Personally, I love him, you know. But just, yeah.
1: Just to touch on uh, what you were talking about with your tackles and everything like that, Vin, uh, I wanted to bring this up to you. Even if we did have a solo show with me and you today, we've been struggling on the edge right now, setting the edge. Uh, it, it's just been god awful for us. We thought we were going to have uh, Arden Key and Harold Landry come back, and it's just going to be what happened in 2019 where we just had nine sacks every game. And, and it's just not happening right now. But, Vin, really quick, not to hijack the podcast. Um, I jack You Yeah, you saw, you saw, and you listened to um, our outside linebacker coach talk about, you know, being, you know, the pressure's not really being there. Where has been Gibson and where has been Caleb Murphy? We've been pounding the table all year for these guys to start playing. Arden Key is not setting the edge. He's not getting to the quarterback. Harold Landry has still not looked the same since his, uh, he came off the ACL injury. Where are these guys? Why aren't they not getting more playing time, especially Gibson, who has really um, out, um, out-pressured Harold Landry this year so far with the limited snaps that he has. So, I mean, we, we got to get stuff going if we want to generate pressure here. And those two guys generate pressure. So, I don't know what the coaching staff is looking at.
2: I like. mean, I, I wish Sal was on here so he could just go on a Vrabel rant. But you have to blame coaching, I guess, and their stubbornness and their unwillingness to change. I mean, we've seen what this defense can do and how they can get after people. I'm not as frustrated with the defensive line. Um, they've been getting the short end of the stick all season our offense hasn't been able to stay on the field their defense is out on the field every few minutes it seems like and eventually it's a bend don't break mentality but they're also humans and you know eventually you put enough pressure on someone they they will break and i feel like our defensive line's been a victim of that not saying they can't play better but i think the potential is still there jeffrey simmons is is a top Three defensive tackle in the league, in my opinion. Um, I still think Kyle Landry is still coming back from that ACL. I still think Arden Key can play. But, yeah, I mean, why not give a guy like Caleb Murphy a shot, who was an undrafted Division II guy from Ferris State who broke all those records, showed out in the preseason, had, what, four or five sacks. I'd love to see him get a chance. Same with Gibson, but listen, it's – It's a victim of stubborn coaching. I mean, we've seen it for years now from giving the loyalty to uh, Todd Downing for two years. And it seems like Tim Kelly isn't much different. We make changes and we make them internally. Um, So who knows who's calling the shots when it comes to that, but I still have faith in this line. Um, I think we'll get after Baker, force him to make um, a few mistakes. Like we know he is prone to do at times. So not to hijack it, but, uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about the defensive line. I'm really not. I it, think it's still, the strong, it's still the strong point of our defense, I'll tell you that much. If our defensive line struggles, it's going to be a long day someday. A it looks like they
0: rotate day. them out pretty you know, often. Uh, I mean, looking at last week's snap counts. Uh, I think last week was it was an outlier, though, because it's on a short week. And I think
2: last week you're uh, trying I'll to get ahead. more guys in there yeah. who might have had fresher legs on that so four-day turnout.
0: Yeah. I mean let's go two weeks back we you tell you what the snap counts were.
2: Yeah, so we'll um we'll see what happens Sunday, but they have to show up, they have to show out, and you alluded to it, J C the running game for the Bucks isn't all that great, so it's I not even he, that.
1: It's it's more or less
2: that if we're not getting to the quarterback and ba- Baker's kind of smart right now. He
1: he's got twelve touchdowns and four interceptions. I'm v- very surprised what he's doing with the Buccaneers. And I thought you guys were be the wor- one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, you guys are in every single game. You got a very tough defense. Baker is really doing his job right now. But you do have uh, Rashad White. Am I saying that right? Rashad yeah. White. Uh, he's leading he, – no, he's second behind um, Christian McCaffrey receiving for a uh, running back. So he's just, if he if he feels the pressure, he's just going to dink and dunk it. That's what scares the shit out of me this week. against We've the got most years. broken
0: tackles too out yeah. of any uh, he, running back. He,
1: he, he, he scares so, me with that with his elusiveness in the backfield. So if, if Baker's going to see it and he sits right behind a linebacker, especially for blitzing or anything like that, it's the screens and the, li- and the little dinks and ducks that a running back.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the lack of turnovers for your secondary, too. I mean, if, if they're doing that. Two
2: interceptions those, all year, it's a joke. Those,
0: those, uh, those opportunities. But I know producers in the background probably telling us to wrap it up. So before we get out of here, I just want to ask you guys a few things before you get into score predictions. But, all right, the, the biggest weakness on offense for this t- Titans team, for the Bucks to exploit.
2: <laughs> our line. Our line. I would try to get in the face of a young quarterback someday to play devil's advocate if I'm the Bucks, I try and get his face all day, um, you know, attack us every which way. This offensive line is a revolving door of players that can look good one week and look god-awful the next. Um, we're a little banged up. I would try and get pressure on a young quarterback um, early and often. I do think you're going to see a heavy um, load from Henry and Tajay Spears earlier in the game to set things up downfield but if i'm the bucks i'm trying to get after this young quarterback who like you said has played you know eight quarters of football so far
0: and then on the flip side the bucks are on offense what are they doing to exploit that defense of yours exploit our defense uh, throw the throw the ball because, I, like oh, I said, our, def- our
1: our our defensive line has been really good. Jeffrey Simmons and T.R. Tart in the middle with, with Demico Waltry. I think we're going to – you guys, you already said it, 78 yards. You're not running on us. So, Baker's going to have to put the ball in his hands and throw it to Mike Evans, the big target, and Chris Godwin, and Otten. Uh, Right. Uh, and your, yeah. your 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 tight end. He's a big right. guy. He almost has 300 yards. He has three touchdowns, a huge red zone target. So you guys get in the red zone. You know, I'm not too keen on our linebackers either. You know, covering linebackers, even in the red zone. And uh with Kevin Byard not there anymore, I, I'm not a big believer in uh Molden. And the only one back there is really Hooker. So if you really want to exploit us, you got to throw the ball
2: against us. Yeah, I think the Bucks have the 31st ranked pass defense right now. So it could be an yeah. aerial show, it could be a high yeah. scoring you know, back and forth tight game, which we would love to see. It's a breath of fresh air to see a team air it out a little bit and score close to 30 points. That's a rare occurrence for us. But what do you think JC your, your prediction will be, of course your non-biased prediction, um, for this, this upcoming game on Sunday?
0: You know, I am totally non biased. Cause I, I got no dog in the race here. Um, I covered the bucks. I'm not a fan of the bucks. Um, Wish for success, because it means my job's a lot easier. Uh, but um, unbi- I think this is a must-win game for the Bucs. I look at the way these two teams line up. Bucks don't run well anyways. You know The, the Titans have surprisingly let up. Um, they're not terrible against the run, uh, but they're right in the middle of the pack, 19th, you know, 114 yards per game. Um, they're actually better against the pass than they are against the run, but down corners this week. I think the Bucks can take advantage of that thinking and dunk. If they can get the production they got out of the running game last week, which is around 80 yards, I think that will be enough. Obviously, they'd want to do more, but I think that will be enough to keep the defense honest and really set up, you know, make the play action more effective. You don't need a running game to set up play action, but you to make it more effective. Um, I think that, you know, they can attack that secondary on the defensive side. They've got to be able to get home against the porous offensive line. They really have had trouble bringing pressure, um, getting home with four. And even when they blitz, they're opening up different alleyways for quarterbacks to beat them. We saw that with Stroud early on in the game. They were trying to do some blitzing, and he was still beating them. So they backed off in the second half. Uh, Bowles has got to get his head out of his butt and stop playing soft zone coverage. Um, you know, yeah. because of the lack of the pressure that, the bucks are getting on defense and the and them playing 10 10 yards off it's allowing quick completions for the quarterback when the pressure is starting to get there so they've got two of the best man coverage cornerbacks in the game if both of them play which are questionable right now with injury you've got to utilize them more in man coverage you got to utilize them more what their strengths are i understand that there's other guys in the back end that their strength isn't man coverage but you got to play some sort of man zone and let these guys get their hands and get physical on wide receivers, especially a guy like DeAndre Hopkins who's struggling with separation. And you can get physical with him and knock him off his routes. And we've seen in the past when you do that, you know, there's times where he, you know, is taken out of ball games, so or at least very limited out of ball games. So not many weapons. You got to play to your cornerback strengths um, to allow them to get those co- dominate in coverage to allow pressure more time to get home. Um, if they can do that, if they can hit those quick passes, if they can hit those intermediate shots against a banged up secondary, if they can hit those occasional deep throws, play clean football, no turnovers, and not beat themselves with penalties, the Bucs should roll, I think. I think this should be an easy victory for them coming out mad, aggressive, and knowing that they need to win this game or they're losing five straight. I think they can put up somewhere around 27 points, maybe close to 30 um, on this defense. And, and, you know, they've been. Outside of last week, they're holding teams to only 18 points a game. Um, that's jumped up now to 20 points a game with that high average, but still 16th in the league. If they can hold the Titans to around, you know, who have scored on average, you know, 18 points themselves, which is good for 24th in the league. Um, if they can score, you know, keep the Titans to 17 points, 20 points, that should be a game the Buck should win. Um, you know, coming off of consecutive losses
1: see that's the old tennessee titans with the with the 17 that's a points that's game the before
0: the six quarters of will levis
1: that is the eight, old quarters, eight
0: quarters come on
1: yeah eight quarters of that i think listen this team i mean we didn't lose five we haven't lost five straight but we are 13 what was it been 13 of 14 of 16 now or yeah, 13 thir- of, 13 of 15
2: we're 3-12 and 12 in our last 15 days. Yes. Back right so
1: so we're, we are hungry for wins. We have a motivation for a quarterback now. Everyone seems to want to be playing around. Will Levis, the offense looks a lot better right now with him driving down the field. I have confidence in him. In a first, what was it? First and 23 or a third and 23? I talked about it last week. He was in the uh, Pittsburgh's end zone and shut that crowd right up. Zing the ball right down to a post. The to, to Andre Hopkins making a completion. So I have all the faith in the world right now in our offense. I like think the play action, they're going to utilize it with Derrick Henry, and Tajay Spears. Um, I think we're going to move the ball on you guys. I think the line, even though Brunskill is hurt, uh, Dylan Ray Dunes is going to play a a tackle, Vin. I think he's going to play a tackle this week. uh, Because Vrabel Vrabel does not want to, you know, he plays chess match. You know, everyone gets pissed off, including Sal and everybody on the podcast. You know, he sits up there being, uh, you know, all angry and shit. He doesn't want to uh, play his hand. I think that Dylan Ray Dunes... Or Ray Duns, whatever the hell his name is, he's going to play a tackle this week, and he's going to make uh, have a major role in this game. So I think uh, we have no problem against the Buccaneers this week. I'm going to go 27
2: 23 Titans. Yeah, J C. Never you didn't gave us give us your actual score prediction. We need an actual score prediction first. Uh,
0: let's do 27 17.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go more, obviously, on, on Jared's side. Obviously, of course, non-biased. Um, but I think this is a different Titans team. You're not going to roll over us. You're not. I just don't see it. We have that. We had the short bye week last week. We've had 11 full days. Will so great against Atlanta. On a short week, we came up short on the road against a very good team that has been good for a while with the top defense and a tough place to play. Um, we have had 11 days off to you know get ourselves healthy, I think it's going to be a close game. It could go either way. Um, you never know with these Titans. They'd never make it easy. But this is a reinvigorated team with a new young quarterback who seemed to have, you know – uh, re- That was a $5 word right there. Yeah, it was. I'm, You know, listen, I didn't get a four-year degree in five and a half years for nothing. All right, Jarrett? Um, so I think we're going to come out um, hungry. I think we're going to come out um, attacking you guys. And I think it's going to be – I want to use the word shootout because I don't think we're gonna drop 40 on you, but I think it's gonna be 30 27 Titans. Close is
0: game. that a
1: Nick is that a Nick Folk game winning field goal?
2: It could be. Listen, don't jinx him now, but we haven't missed all year. Good old Nick Folk. So yeah, he be... hasn't
0: missed all year either. He's got him blocked, but he hasn't missed him.
2: It's it's gonna be a close game. It always is with the Titans. Yeah. We don't make life easy ever. I feel like the Bucks are a similar team. Um, you know, aside from those Brady years, you guys were pretty, you know, up and down the last decade or so. So I think it's going to be a close game. Both teams need the win for sure. We're three and five, just like you guys. If we want to keep pace in the AFC Wild Card race, and if you guys want to keep pace in your division, it's a must-win for both teams. So I'm going uh, a tight three-point victory, thirty to twenty-seven. Wait,
1: you you didn't even bring up the most important thing on Sunday.
2: What's you're gonna most- you're gonna be oh, in attendance. I at will the game be on Sunday, you're and all this my, year. My first attending, uh, first game ever at Raymond James Stadium. I've seen these Titans all over Baltimore, Jersey, Philly, um, Tennessee a few times. This will be my first time down in Tampa to see them. I'm looking forward to it and get out of this, uh, the Northeast uh, fall that's now turning into a, a winter.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a little chilly down here, too. It starts to like, Sixty degrees in the morning. Oh man, man I'm, sorry. Like 85 I'm sorry. Eighty five. I'm sorry I'm to hear that. It's only thirty three in the morning here. It's all good. Yeah, no, but it's a different type of cold. Y'all don't understand. It's not like that humid cold. So it like, <laughs> just chills right through your bone. Like it's different. Yeah. yeah, I'm from up north. You guys know this. Like it's yeah. different. Like sixty degrees up north, you're like breaking out the tanks the shorts come out like down here you're like where's my hoodie it's cold outside heated seats are on (laughs) like yeah it's different man it takes real quick for your blood to adjust too it's crazy
2: yeah yeah well can't say i feel too bad for you um
0: in paradise you know
2: exactly so i will be there i'll be there tomorrow night and um you know maybe we'll cross paths maybe not um, but thanks for this collab. We had a great time with you. Maybe we'll chop it up, you know, later on down the year, Um, you know, when you guys are picking top, top five, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um,
0: you guys will definitely yeah. be picking top five. So maybe we will be. It's not that still wide open, but good luck yeah. to him. Jacksonville. And he's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see what happens on Sunday. So <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Hey, my team's the Patriots. I'm picking top five for sure. Hopefully they're getting... Uh, kids. They're not
2: only do I feel bad for you because it's 60 degrees down there sometimes, but you are also a Patriots fan and just have only six rings. I know. It's got to be a tough life for you. Yeah. 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 Six, yeah. six.
0: And I got to cover Brady for a seven, so it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think
2: you, you sold your soul to the devil and now you're going to be in the dark days for a while with those Patriots because <sighs> they got bad fast, man. But I, Let, I, let's let's not um
0: yeah you know what the good news about covering the box and having all sorts of other stuff going on is that i barely have time to keep up with it so i don't have to relive i don't have to live in those i just i just look at the box score you know look at the uh look at the, the writings from other other reporters and say man i'm glad i don't have enough time to all them like I used to I'm yeah. in misery right now yeah. yeah I don't know what
2: their problem is but that's another topic for another day Mac Jones stinks and Bill Belichick just needs to go relax on the beach somewhere call it a day I mean come on all right well it was great teaming up with you uh JC tell us where we could find your work and um you know
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys already know, if you're watching the Pirate Parlay, you can find my stuff at JC Allen NFL. All a one-stop shop for Bucks. if you want to know about what's going on with this team. Uh, posts from the box, PFF, grades, all that fun stuff. You can find it all. Snap counts all on my page. Find all my work at Sports Illustrated's Bucks Game Day. Uh, you can, I have tons of articles coming out. We've got tons of great stuff coming out. Obviously, the podcast you're watching right now. Um, find me there and uh, tell them where they can find you guys at, boys.
2: So you can find me at Lucky Lombardi, Jared, J13foot. We are the Sick Pod Titans. You can find us on Twitter. Listen to us on YouTube, all the devices. Um, Spotify, Twitter, Apple
1: Podcasts, all that all stuff. That,
2: all that good stuff. I think we're right you, go. We're, Yeah. Jersey we're Shore, yeah. yeah. Now, now, why'd you have to go there? I was just over the top man you top. do look
0: a little bit like vinny bro i'm not gonna lie to yeah, i'm sure yeah. you got that before
2: oh uh, yeah yeah i'm just a little better looking but hey yeah, you know yeah a little bit so you can find our work you know sick pot i think we're right under joe rogan right now for number one in the world yeah, so we yeah got a lot of heat. we got a lot of heat today we had a lot of traction today and on,
1: on watch out yeah,
0: that Mac, if you were coming yeah,
2: yeah that's you I want guys to get the
1: best want- life in the world right now, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: College game day. That pod is his podcast. He's got the WWE. Hey, WWE
2: uh, he's, uh, un- sure. he's
1: unbelievable, man. man,
0: yeah. baby. <laughs>
2: Uh, all right well we we'll let you go, we'll let you go watch raws that, no that was monday night Raw. Okay. raw is
0: on monday night there's no wrestling tonight but that's gonna do it for us here <laughs> at the sick podcast collab sick podcast network bringing you the best podcasts around town gotta check them out i'm signing out here with jc allen from pirate parlay we got jared and Vinny from talking titans they've been talking a lot We'll see what happens on Sunday when Jerry, when Vinny comes to town with his sightings when they take on the Buccaneers, three and five teams looking for a win. Will Levis is the truth. He's a god amongst men, and he eats mayo and puts eats bananas with peels on for a reason to give him those powers on Sunday. We'll talk to you guys later. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs> And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcast.